Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another Q&A episode. I am so excited you're here, and I have a new microphone today. So it's day one with the new mic. Let me know what you think. It's going to change my life a lot in terms of structure. I told my husband today, let's figure out my life (laughs) because I just need to be in one place, and that's going to be a major adjustment for me, but that's okay. It's a challenge I am accepting, but I have a new microphone, and I get to answer today's question with new audio. Also, if you have audio feedback based off of this microphone, let me know what you think. Am I too quiet? Am I too loud? Give me give me your information. Don't leave it as a review. If you have a five-star review, definitely leave a review on iTunes. I would love that, but if you have feedback on the audio, send me a DM, or you can use the podcast phone line to let me know how the new mic sounds. Now, let's get Get into today's question. Actually, before we do, I need to tell you that you can call or text your questions into 828-338-9127, and I will answer your questions on a Wednesday episode moving forward. Today's question is, hi, Sarah Jane. Thanks for taking my question. I always appreciate your insights. Thank you. For context, I am a one-to-one sexual nine, and I have spent most of my adult life in a relationship and marriage that ended a couple of years ago. During that relationship, we moved many times to pursue his dreams. There's no real place that feels like home to me at this point, given how much I have moved. Currently, I am living somewhere with very limited housing, and I just found out I will have to move in the next six months. I need to decide what's next for me, and I really want to make a wise decision about where I go and what I will do for work, but I'm struggling to know what I want or how to figure out what I want. My gut instinct has always driven me, but since my divorce, I've had a really difficult time being in tune with that again, much less trusting it. My other instinct is to ask friends and family, but I am worried about falling into the trap of just doing what they say and not really understanding what it is that will be best for me long term. Any advice you have on how to go about making this decision would be very great. I have a lot of time, which is both a good thing, but also very overwhelming at the moment. I so appreciate your help. Thanks again. Oh, thank you so much for sending this question in because you are definitely not alone. I have a lot of nines in my life and a lot of them have done full cross-country moves with partners only to realize, you know, that's not even what I wanted or to kind of wake up three years later and be like, wait, did I even make this decision for myself? And it's so amazing to hear you consciously trying to think through what you want, how you feel, what is going to be best for you. So First, know that you are not alone, but what do we do about it? I want to give you a few journaling prompts to try, but before I do that, I really would just want to say that there isn't a right answer. And I know that sounds negative. (laughs) Sorry, you're not going to be able to do that. I want to offer this because a lot of times when we get so focused on knowing what's going to be best for us moving forward, we forget that we can't tell the future. 
So I just want to make that clear. There isn't an answer here. There isn't some choice that's going to be absolutely better than others. There is no right decision. It's only your best guess. (laughs) That is at best what we're working with here. And I think that's beautiful and exciting and wonderful, right? My seven is like, our best guess is great because it is enough, right? And I always say like, you can't find certainty. You're not going to be able to know for sure what's best for you, what's going to work out great, how you're going to feel in the future, what situation is going to arise that makes you feel just absolutely thrilled to be there. We can't know that, but we can get clarity around what your next best choice is, right? What's my next best step? Get you back in touch with your gut, back in touch with kind of this instinctual understanding of what feels right right now. So in order to do that, I think we need to cleanse your palate a little bit first. So a lot of times my nines that I work with are out of touch with their sensations because they've numbed. Maybe they've numbed down their feelings, positive and negative, through whatever method they've chosen for themselves, or maybe even just kind of pure sheer will. I will not experience intense emotions or even just emotional detachment. I like to open those feelings back up in order to get closer to in touch with what we want, how we feel, what's going to work for us. So if we want to get back in tune with your instincts, I think we need to get in touch with your emotion. And in order to do that, I think we should start with anger because nines tend to have a boiling rage that they keep covered up and and hidden from other people. And I want us to touch in with just like where your anger is right now, just kind of as like a gateway to waking up, right? We're just kind of like wakening ourselves up. So I would love for you to take a few minutes. If you're journaling along with me, then pause me. But just write down everything that you can think of that makes you angry right now. And if anger feels hard to access, start with what do you think someone should have done or should have known? Start with whatever comes easiest to you and then move on from there. I'd say set a timer for like a solid five minutes and list out anything that could possibly be making you angry. And what we're really doing here is we're just, again, waking yourself up so that these other prompts can have a, have a fighting chance. <laughs> okay, so pause me to do that and then we'll come back. Okay, so the next prompt I want you to work on is think back to three times in your life that you were absolutely happy. Not perfectly happy, but just things were good and you felt good. Write about each of them a little bit. So where did you live? What did you do? Who were you around? What kind of hobbies were you doing? Where were you spending your time? Where were you spending your money? How were you making your money? Take note of all of those things for each of those items. So three different times of your life. And then ask yourself and just kind of look for the patterns of what they have in common. So I've done this work with myself a lot. I've done this work with clients in the past. One client, I remember she was biking everywhere in all three situations where she was the happiest. She was living in bikeable cities where she rode her bike everywhere as a commuter. That was really helpful information, right? When I think back to the three happiest times in my life, like I lived communally. I lived with other people. That's not something I would say I want in my life now, but I can take that information and go, oh yeah, Sarah Jane, you are an extrovert. (laughs) If you are isolating yourself, that doesn't feel good. And I often forget that because I can go so deep into my five and kind of get stuck there and I forget 
that I need to make a point to be in group social gatherings, not one-on-one friendship lunch dates, like group social interactions. Um, So we're taking this information, we're looking at it, we're trying to find the patterns of what consistently brings you joy. So take a moment, do that, and then come back to me. And then we'll move on to our next prompt, which is to set a timer for three minutes and write a list of everything that comes to mind after this prompt. So if no one were impacted by my decision, what would I do? And do this both for where you live and for what you do. So give yourself three minutes for where you live, three minutes for what you're going to do to make money. And then next is if I offered you $1,000 a day to do a single task, but you have to do it every single day. And you have to do it in a specific location. It doesn't matter where or what you do. You just have to do it every day for a year. And I will pay you $1,000 a day. What would it be and where would you go? You're going to have a paycheck. It's going to be a good one. And all you have to do is choose what task you do and where you do it. What would you choose? Okay, next, what do you feel like your partnership prevented you from doing? Or where do you feel like it prevented you from going? So pay attention to kind of notice any resentments that might be lingering for you about like, oh, okay, if I hadn't been in this partnership, I would have X, Y, or Z. Well, if I hadn't had followed my partner across the country, then I would have moved to Spain three years ago. If I hadn't you know, had to travel so much, I would have gotten a job at a coffee shop that I really loved, or I would have opened a coffee shop. Pay attention to those resentments because those resentments might teach you a little something about what you want. Similarly, ask yourself, who am I jealous of and what do they have? (laughs) So who do I feel envious of? Where do they live and what do they do? Because that's also information about what we might want. And jealousy is sometimes an easier access point to desire than admitting to ourselves what it is that we want. All right, finally answer the question, what do I want? And I want you to do that again and again for a full five minutes. So set a timer for five minutes and then go, what do I want? And then list, a, just keep listing things you want. If you want bonus points for this list, go, why do I want that? And ask yourself why for each of those items three, at least three times. Now, here's the thing. I fully expect this to be difficult for you. Nines hate questions like this in my experience and almost get really annoyed with me when I ask them to do it because it can feel like I'm asking you to do an impossible task. And I understand that and I empathize with that. And at the same time, I still want you to do it. And if you find yourself coming up blank or you feel like I I can't even begin to start doing these things or I feel like I have no answers, I would encourage you to take this really seriously and cut yourself off from your favorite numbing behaviors. So maybe that's social media or TV or spending time with a specific person who maybe you can focus on their needs over your own. Whatever your like numbing behavior happens to be, I want you to cut yourself off for like a full week and then try again at the end of that. Give yourself time to be bored and selfish and feel all of your feelings, feel your body, get in tune with who you are, where you are in the world and go from there into asking yourself these really hard questions because when we've been numbing, it can be really hard to get in touch with that part of ourselves. So if you can't answer these questions, cut yourself off from not feeling. 
and invite in the fullness of who you are. Because if you don't have space to think your own thoughts, which many of us don't, we move from our phones to our TVs to our laptops and to our partners or to our friends. And then we go to bed never having thought our own thoughts or even to a book. We go to bed just inputting information and and other people's thoughts and opinions and feelings. It can be really, really hard to know who we are, what we want. So this is a situation in which I would say you are at a point where it's like dire for you to take the space truly getting in tune with how you feel. And it's just it's just a week. It's just seven days, you know. Give yourself that time. Get bored. Think your own thoughts. Feel your own feelings. And then see what's available to you. And just a little refresher here. Like there isn't a right choice. There's no perfect certainty. So really what you're going with is your best guess. And then you can make that best guess, make that choice. And if it doesn't work out for you, you've moved before. You know, you've started over before. You can do it again and you will. So there's no harm in guessing because that's kind of all you have available to you as someone who cannot tell the future. So I hope that this is supportive. I hope that it's encouraging and it holds space for you to get in tune with what you want. And as always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.